This is Jeff Billard from the Amigos Audio Collective, thanking you for listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audience. This episode of Bells in the Battery was originally released January 25th, 2009. Your attention, please. This is a message of great importance to both my fellow Americans and those listening in other countries. As you know, we are currently experiencing a worldwide economic crisis. Here in America, as well as in some other countries, the government has taken the responsibility to restore certain companies to solvency with a bailout of many billions of dollars. The reasoning is that if these companies that provide products that touch every person in the country, nay, the globe, were to cease making a profit, then they would fail, resulting in financial calamity for the world economy. I would like to point out that in this time of bailouts, there is one industry that touches us all, that provides a product that every citizen can benefit from, that has never made a profit from its inception some years ago and has not asked for a bailout. I'm speaking, of course, of the podcasters of the world. Men and women and kids in spare bedrooms, basements, and other nooks and crannies, cranking out podcasts that are funny, informative, musical, artistic, banal, odd, bizarre, boring, and sometimes downright disgusting. What could be more American? Yet podcasters have not solicited Congress for bailout funds. Podcasters are voluntarily continuing to create shows that return not one red cent simply because they believe in whatever nutjob idea they espouse. Podcasters do not demand. We beg. So the next time you're listening to a podcast, a free podcast, think about the people who have worked so hard to bring it to you. And when you see that PayPal button, why not donate a spare billion dollars or two? Remember, listening to podcasts isn't a right. It's a privilege. I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery at TheBattery.com, thanking you in advance for your support. Hi, I'm Mariana Morcha from Curitiba, Brazil, and you are listening to Bells in the Battery. And I thought Brazil was famous for nuts. Welcome to Bells in the Battery, episode 83. Today on the show, we have a special Mr. guest Mr. who... Bell, Mr. Bell, Mr. Bell, I fixed it. Here it is. I fixed it. It's little. I fixed it. It's fixed. What's fixed, Arnie? Your little recording device. Your portable recorder, Mr. Bell. It's just up to oh. Washington, D.C. when you yeah. went to see Mr. Obama get inaugurated. Yeah, well, that's fine. And I didn't really need to. And you're to, uh, to uh, make audio reports yeah. with, and I fixed it, Mr. Bell. Yeah, I know, but it got destroyed, Arnie, and I don't think there's any audio left on it. So oh, let's just forget the whole... Oh, but there is some audio on it, Mr. Bell. I found the audio that's recorded at Mr. Obama's inauguration, Mr. Minion. Yeah. My inauguration, Minion. Yeah. You're swearing in. It's not good audio, Arnie. Let's not play it on the... Uh... I'll just plug it into this right here. We'll play it on your podcast. No. Here we go. No, no, no. And push start. Oh. Everyone, please stand. This is John Bell standing on the podium along with President-elect Obama, who is now making his way to the front of the podium past me. Excuse me, sir. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Obama. No, it's right over that Yeah. Oh, by the way, congratulations, sir. You did it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he's stepping up to take the oath of office. And oh, excuse prepared me. prepared to take the oath, Senator? I am. I, Barack Hussein Obama, I, do Barack, solemnly swear. Whoops. I, Barack Hussein Obama, do solemnly swear. <laughs> Made a little boo-boo there. That I will 
execute the office of president to the United Careful. States. Careful, don't faithfully. make any more boo-boos, guys. I'll execute. Keep going, keep going. The off faithfully, Faith the, pres faithfully the office, office of president of the, of the United States. Of the United States. States. I, I'm sorry, am I distracting you guys? I mean, I could sit over here if you'd like. Uh, preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States. And he's wrapping it up right now. And uh, let's get some words on uh, some of the other people here. Here's uh, ex-president Clinton's. Uh, Mr. Clinton, what do you feel about all this? This historic moment right from my eyes. You're making me and over here is George Herbert Walker Bush, the first Bush to be president. Uh, sir, what do you feel about all this? Who invited you here? Well, I'm part well, of the press. Doing on the podium? From Bill's in the bathroom. We're trying to watch this. I understand. Oh, oh, oh excuse me. Uh, uh, president Obama didn't mean to step on your foot there. Oh, and here is Mrs. Carter. Hello, Mrs. Carter. How are you? Marvelous gloves you're wearing look warm. Yes, they are warm. Would you mind if I wore them, please? Well, I'm really trying to do an interview. Give me $200 here. for those gloves. Well, I don't know if I Can should I please do. have those gloves? My hands are freezing. Well, I don't hey, know. Hey, this guy's got warm uh, gloves. Warm Come on. Well, listen, uh, folks, listen. Yeah, I, I, listen, I, okay, I'll, uh, th things are turning rather nasty here. This is John Bell signing off. Gee, is that all there was? Yes, that's all there was. That must have been pretty embarrassing, Mr. Bell. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was, Arnie. Thank you for pointing that How out. How did your recorder get broken anyway? <clears throat> um... Hillary stepped on it. What? Hillary stepped on it. I'm not quite getting Hillary it. Hillary stepped on it. Oh. <laughs> Secretary of Step. Let's just break for commercial. Is your life boring? Don't you wish life could be more like a cartoon with laughs every minute? Why put up with everyday dull sounds when you can have wacky in your face sounds? Here's an example. Listen to how ordinary this scene is. I'll just walk across the driveway here, get into my car, start my car and drive to the vet with my pet in the back seat. Here I go. Now, see how much more fun this ordinary scene becomes with all new sounds from Professor Zound's sound effects for your life. I'll just walk across the driveway here, get into my car, start my car, and drive to the vet with my pet in the back seat. Here I go. Meet me. Wasn't that better? Order your Professor Zound Sounds for Your Life. You'll receive a small sound effects player, over 200 custom-made wacky sound effects, and a whole new attitude. Life will be so funny, it'll bring tears to your ears. This is the author's portion of the show, and I'd like to uh, welcome Miss Agatha Alvier-Pomegranate, who has written a book called My Life with the Beekeeper, A Study in Stings. Welcome, Miss Pomegranate. Thank you. But if I may make a teeny correction, it's actually Agatha Althea Permanganate, and the book's title is Exploring Moments of Meditation and the Heightening of Senses that You Can Achieve. Oh, well, it's still nice to have you here. Thank you. It is lovely to be here. Such a nice studio when the building is so big and roomy. Thank you. Uh, so this book must help one achieve peace of mind. Really? Did you read it? Because I have no idea. Didn't you write this book? 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 I wrote no book. I merely hired someone to write a book so I could have one copy printed up to fool you into letting me into the studio for an interview. And you fell for it. <laughs> I don't think I'm following this. Such is the curse of a small mind such as yours. I am not who I seem to be. Behold. <laughs> Why, you've ripped off that mask. You're no longer four foot two, 110 pound Miss Promangrenate, but five foot 11, 198 pound Rex Rutoroto, arch super villain. And I am here to extract my revenge. Uh, Rex. What? You're still sounding like Miss Pom. 
Palm Grand. I am? Yeah, it's kind of distracting. Um, well, uh, it's uh, just part of the plan, but since you brought it up, hold on. <laughs> yes, it is I, Rex Rooter-Rooter. <laughs> and you've taken over my building, and I am here to destroy it and you, if you don't possible, both at the same time. And here's how I'm going to do it. Mr. Bell, Mr. Bell, excuse me, fella. Mr. Bell, my alarm went off. What alarm, Arnie? My super arch villain alarm, which means that that super arch villain, Rex Rooter-Rooter, uh, is somewhere in the vicinity. In the what? Vicinity. Huh? He's nearby. Ah. So you're saying this evil villain could be somewhere near the building. That's true. Or even in the building. Oh, yeah. Or even in this room. Possibly. Or even standing next to you. Could be. So what should we do? Who is this idiot? That's Arnie Cunchpart, our resident, uh... <clears throat> Resident genius. Well, this is going to be easier than I thought. I have a dissolving ray that is pointed at your building right now. You later. What? Dissolving ray, you later. It's just a dissolving ray. It should be dissolving ray, you later, because everything that's scientific is... What is he talking about? Why is he babbling like this? You can call it whatever you want, but everyone knows it's going to be a dissolving ray, you later. Wait, listen, I'm going to take this, whatever you want to call it, and I'm going to dissolve this building in one hour, and everybody that's in it, and you can't stop me. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> okay, well, all we need to do is find out where this dissolving ray you later. thing is, and, and we'll stop it. I'll tell you where it is. You see that building across the street? Look on the roof. You see that thing on the roof? That's the dissolving ray. You later. Shut up! You later, later. And in one hour, I'm going to blast this building into nothingness. <laughs> no, we will not allow this to happen. You think you can defeat me? Uh, Rex, you might want to... Die, you dogs. All of you Rex. die. Rex. <laughs> Rex, you're using that other voice again. What? That pomegranate thing voice there. Boy, is that disconcerting. <laughs> Die, you dogs! Die! 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 Boy, he's really got some issues, doesn't he, Mr. Bell? He sure does, Arnie. Imagine not calling a dissolving ray later. What's wrong with him? Yeah, listen, I'm going to have to get over there and get that dissolving ray off the top of his building. I need someone to go with me. I'll go with you, Mr. Bell. Uh, no, that's probably not a good idea, Arnie. Huh? Uh, why don't you stay here and what? think of a plan B in case I'm not successful? Oh, Miss Schmackelheimer, then. Arnie, I only have an hour before he destroys the building. Do you think I could talk Miss Schmackelheimer into this in, in an, an hour? hour? No, forget it. That won't I work guess that leaves me with just... Just one choice. All right, Brad. Yeah. We're inside the building. Right. We have to make it down this hall uh -huh. and up the stairwell okay. to the roof. Gotcha. Are you ready to go down the hall? Yes, let's do this. All right, let's go. Quiet now. All right. <coughs> Brad, Brad, are your shoes squeaky? No, they're not squeaky, Mr. Bell. That's my... That's my Professor Zound sound effects maker. Your professor Zound... What? Didn't you hear the commercial earlier? It makes... Exaggerated sounds for everything you do. Why have you got it with you? It's my client. I have to use their products. Why did you bring it with you? I hooked it to my belt and I can't get it off. If you can't get it off, turn it off. Hey, there's a good idea, Mr. Bell. Let me turn it off. You're about to turn off your professor's sound machine. Are you sure you want to do this? No one's going to do that. Here, let me push the yes button. You're about to turn it off. Are you really sure you want to do this? I'll push the yes button again. Don't push any buttons. Just... Let it be. Shh, Mr. Bell, I think I hear some guards around the corner. Oh, it should be very, very shh, quiet. Shh, don't make a sound. Okay, I think they... Uh, Brad! Sorry, if you don't make any sounds for three seconds, it makes one for you. All right, all right, all right. We've got to get this door open. Let me see if it's locked. <laughs> don't get... Sorry, sorry, Mr. Bell. Uh-oh. What? 
my nose itches. Uh oh. I've got to scratch it, Mr. Brown. Don't scratch it, Brad. I've got to scratch it. Don't scratch it, Brad. <laughs> oh, that felt good. Is your nose all right now? Yes. Good. Just need to sniff a little. What? <laughs> Crying out loud, Brad! Got a hanky, Mr. Bell. You are not going to blow your nose. Oh. This door to the roof is locked. We need to get it open somehow. Why don't we take it off its hinges? I have a little battery-powered screwdriver. Okay, that should work. Give it a try. Already? <laughs> Turn it off! What? Turn it off! I can't hear you! What? They're on to us, Brad! Huh? So, are we ready for Plan B? Yes. I came up with an invention that's going to help. Oh, boy. What's your invention, Arnie? I'm not going to tell you about it. I'm going to show it to you. I'll be back in just a second, okay? How nervous does this make you? On a scale of 1 to 10. 11. Me too. Yeah. Okay, guys, I'm back. All right, Arnie, what is this new... Pretty cool, huh? Arnie, where are you? There's nothing in here but but an eyeball floating through the air. Oh, my mommy. That's me, Mr. Bell. You turned yourself into a flying eyeball? No, 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 no. I made myself invisible. With liberty and justice for all? What do you mean invisible, Arnie? I mean, if you're invisible, how come I can still see your eye? This is my bionic eye, Mr. Bell. I lost my real eye a long time ago and replaced it with this bionic eye. But why can we see it? Why can we see it? It's floating around. Because when you're invisible... But with my new invention, it only makes organic things invisible. It doesn't work on metal and plastic and stuff like that. So it appears to be floating because it's still in your eye socket and you're just walking around with it oh, in it. Oh, that is so gross. In a really cool sort of way. <laughs> I knew you'd like so it. So how did you make yourself invisible? I simply sprayed myself with my new... Invisible you later. My what? what? Invisible you later. What a stupid name for an invention. Yeah, no imagination at all. But you always call your... Since you can't see the person that's invisible, I call my invention... He can't see you later. I bet he got the idea from what his dates always say. <laughs> so this can't see you later makes people invisible. Yes, but as you can see, if there's something inorganic in their bodies, it doesn't work on that particular part. So we need to find somebody who has the least amount of inorganic materials in their body. I see, and that person can sneak in and get the dissolving ray. You later. Yes. To make sure we have every possible person here, let me get Miss Schmackelheimer in here, too. Oh, while you're doing that, I'll make myself visible again. This is Miss Schmackelheimer, Miss Sadie Schmackelheimer. Yes, Miss Schmackelheimer. Could you come to the uh, studio, please? Why? Because I need you in the studio. Could you please come to the studio? Why would you need me? I'm sitting out here reading a magazine. I'm actually kind of busy. What is it that you need? Couldn't you tell me? Could you give me a hint over the phone? Miss Schmackelheimer, you are my employee. I am your employer, and I'm asking you to come to the studio. Uh-huh. And that means what? It means I'm the boss, and you're my employee, and you have to do what I say. Uh-huh. And this is leading where? Please come to the studio, Miss Schmackelheimer. This won't last long, I promise. Fine. By the way, Brad, do you have any inorganic material in your body? Oh, yes, Mr. Bell. I have a plate in my head. A plate in your head? What is that, a a war injury? No, it's from a family Thanksgiving disagreement. Uh Uh-huh. Very tragic. I'm here. What bizarre scheme have you concocted this week, Mr. Bell? Well, our building and all of us are in danger at this time, and one of us has to go on a secret mission. Wait, stop. Wait, wait, stop, stop. Danger? Is the building going to be turned upside down again? Not upside down, possibly dissolved. 
Dissolved? Yeah. How can you dissolve a building? What are you going to do? Climb up to the top and pour a big, huge vat of acid over? No. I don't understand. How could you Miss. dissolve the building? That Miss. makes no sense at all. Miss. That just defies all physics logic. Miss Schmackelheimer, uh-huh. that evil villain, Rex Ruderoder, has a dissolving ray gun. You later. Uh-huh. And we have to steal it from him before he uses it. Uh-huh. Of course he does, and of course we do. Uh-huh. So continue. Pray continue. Uh, Arnie has invented this thing that makes somebody invisible. See you later. Oh, this should be interesting. Uh Uh-huh, go ahead. So I need a volunteer to become invisible and go steal the ray gun, but there's a catch. Only organic material can become invisible, so it has to be somebody who has no fillings in their teeth. I don't have any fillings. It has to be somebody who has no metal pins in their bones. I have no pins in my bones either. And no foreign materials inside their body whatsoever. No, I have no foreign material in my body either. Okay, see, this is crazy talk. You just volunteered, Miss Schmackelheimer. I'm sorry, I don't volunteer. You volunteer. Volunteering would involve my raising my hand or stepping forward or saying, I volunteer. However, I have not. I repeat, I have not volunteered. I'm stepping back. Miss Schmackelheimer, you're the only person here who can do this. You are. All of our lives and our livelihood rest on your shoulders. Don't they always? Will you please do this for us? <sighs> Fine. Okay, Miss Schmackelheimer, are you ready to become invisible and go inside and steal the uh, invisibilator? Not particularly, but I suppose I have no choice now, do I? Oh, still, I need to spray you with a invisibilator. You need to do what? I need to spray you. Well, yes, you're doing such a fine job of that, too. I mean, with a can't see you later. You make you invisible. Oh, okay, uh-huh. But first, you have to take off your clothes. Excuse me? You have to take off your clothes first. No one at any time mentioned that I would have to disrobe in front of you, strange little man that you are. Your clothes are not organic. They won't turn invisible. So in order to be invisible, you have to take off your clothes. Oh, well, this is just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But Get out of my way. Hey. I'm going into the building. I can do this myself. I don't need to be invisible. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. You guard, get out of the way. Don't bite that thing at me. Where is this mad little scientist person? No, the mad little scientist is actually outside. He tried to make me get undressed. I'll take care of him later. Now you tell me where this roto-ratter guy is. This rex person. Get out of my way. No, don't make me come over there. He's upstairs. What are you doing in my sanctum sanctorum? This will go a lot smoother if you just tell me. The door to the roof is right over there. It's over there. Okay, got it. Uh huh. Get out of the way. Get out of my way. Who was that? Thank you, Miss Schmeckelheimer. Pull it off the roof. Now throw it down to me. I got it. Mr. Bell, I successfully captured... Wait, excuse me? We successfully captured the dissolving regulator. Good job, guys. I'm going to take it into my lab and see what makes it tick, okay? You do that, Arnie. Well, Brad, Ms. Schmackelheimer, uh-huh. we did it. 
we beat the bad guy and everything is happy here at the end. And uh, yeah, yeah. something's just wrong. Wrong. Can't yeah, put my just, finger uh-huh. on it, but just something's odd. just not it's right. Just, something uh-huh. is askew. Off it's like here. waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Bell, Mr. Bell, Mr. Bell. Um, yes, Arnie. Um, what is it, Arnie? What do you need? Run. Huh? Everybody run. Does this have anything to do with the dissolving ray? Yes, it does. Did you activate it? Yes, I did. Is it running right now? Yes, it is. This is what was missing. We gotta get out now. You heard him, folks. Let's go. There goes my sales office. There goes the visitor's lounge. My pool. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What is wrong with you people? Why are you always destroying the things that I hold most dear? <sighs> you know, you will live to regret this, all of you. This will not end well. Ever. Will Miss Smackelheimer make good on her threat? Will there be a new bat-free building? And what of Rex Ruturoto? <laughs> Don't miss the next season of Bells in the Bat-Free. This has been Bells in the Bat-Free, episode 83, featuring the voices of Cindy Taylor and Dale Custerson. You have been listening to episode 83 of Bells in the Bad Free. All contents are copyright 2009 by John Bell. No copying or rebroadcasting is allowed without express permission from John Bell, which he actually gives pretty freely. He just likes to know beforehand who is using his stuff. So don't invite trouble. Write to John Bell at jbellvoice at gmail.com. To subscribe to Bells in the Bad Free, go to thebatfree.com. You can also subscribe through iTunes. Simply search for Bells in the Bat Free at iTunes. And while you're there, why not leave a comment? Preferably a nice one, but it's a free country. Do what you want. If you enjoyed listening to Bells in the Bat Free, tell your friends. If you didn't enjoy listening, then why the heck if you listen to all of this boring stuff at the end? Thanks for listening. Join us again next time. Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Bat Free. It's a comedy podcast. Fridays and every other Sunday. Well, anyway, back in episode five of Bells in the Bat Free, we introduced the cowlets, tiny little cows. Where did all these cats come from? They're not cats, they're cows, and they're heading toward the water cooler. Stop it before... Now you can display your love of these tiny cows with genuine cowlet t-shirts. You know what's really fun to do with these shirts? Get a whole bunch of people to buy them. Then you all gather together and run down the street. People will see these cowlets coming toward them and think it's a stampede. You think that would really work, Brad? Shh, I'm pushing for bulk sales here. You can also get cowlet mugs, clocks, and other items. Just go to thebatfree.com and click on shop. This is a limited time offer. No, it's not. You just do not not understand advertising, do you? Get your merchandise today with the official Cowlet design created by Jeff Music. Buying lots of them would bring music to my ears. Oh, stop. Stop.